Welcome to Trail to 100, the podcast where we tell our story of training for our first 100-mile race. Tune in to hear about the struggles, the growth, the learning, and the exploration that come with tackling this challenge. It's the story of two average Joes trying to achieve something they once thought was impossible. So join in on the Trail to 100. Thank you for joining us here on the Trail to 100. My name is Jacob Bateman, and joined along with me is my beautiful, lovely, and tired wife named Melody. Hello, everybody. How you doing today, Mel? I'm tired. How are you doing? Uh, the same. So we're bringing you this podcast <laughs> directly after our, lo- well, I don't know if I'd call it our long run for the week. It's Memorial Today Day. Today was our Memorial Day run. We went and did a long run. Yes, it was a Memorial Day run, and it was a lot of fun. Um, 18 miles today. Um, we've been scouting out our course. As for those of you who've been following us, we are, you know, this is our journey of trying to run 100 miles for the first time. We're recording it, so those of you who may be interested in what it takes, what it's like. Um, Here we are bringing it to you for first-timers doing it. But we're actually scouting our own course now, out right now. We're putting on our own 100-mile course because COVID has, or the people who listen yet to COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. What happened is we signed up for the U100 in August. It was canceled. (laughs) Jacob is really tired. Um, the race was canceled, so we were trying to decide, are we still going to do a race or not? And we decided that we're still going to run 100 miles this year. We're mapping out our own course. And right now, our plan is to do a 50-mile loop around a mountain right next to us called Ben Lomond. So today was our first day starting to map out our course. Yeah, we've already started mapping it out. Well, well, I mean, this was our first time, like, on foot, well, being we were, on the trail. No, we did and... that other run, like, three weeks ago on that. Okay, excuse me. It wasn't our first day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. But we're jumping in the zone of, like, we're getting serious about mapping this out. Yep, we got to get it out because we've... We're trying to recruit some volunteers to help us, and we're trying to get things put together so we can tell people what we would need from them when we would need it, you know, and such. So, and if you are interested, if you live in the Ogden area or nearby, um, send us your email. And uh, we're going to be sending an email email out soon, giving the details and asking people to, whoever wants to help, asking who's interested. Uh, so get on our Facebook page, Trail to 100, send us an email. So today we wanted to talk about the pros and cons of running with someone else, running with a partner, because uh, we have been experiencing both the past couple of weeks. So we wanted to hit on that as as uh, a lot of people do that as they're training for ultras, because no one likes to run all this time all alone, right? Right. Well, here's the thing with us. First of all, it's hard to have a running buddy because you want to be able to go your pace and 
also you never feel the same on the same day so maybe you have similar paces but maybe one day you're feeling really good and maybe your training partner's feeling crappy and he slash she's totally slowing you down and maybe one day you're feeling crappy but your partner's feeling awesome and they're just going super fast but you can't keep up with them because you're tired or you're slugging around a giant burrito that you ate the night before so that's really hard another thing that's hard for us is Jacob is a man and I am a female. You don't see a lot of girls and guys running together because biologically males just have better running economy than females. Our lungs have greater oxygen capacity. You know, there's just a lot of yeah, there's a lot of biological right um, just, obstacles in the way. Right, just better running economy. Your body just naturally you utilizes oxygen more efficiently than mine does even though we basically do the exact same training so this is where it's been difficult for us and and also for a marriage another thing is that we're married you can go on a run with a friend and get totally mad at each other then you go home to two separate homes well okay let's or we don't I, I, here's how it would go you can go on a run for a friend and with a friend and most of the time be secretly mad at them because when you're with a friend, you're most of the time it's easier to hold it in. You're gonna mm-hmm. hold back a lot of your emotions. You might even put up with a little bit more bull crap uh, <laughs> because you're with a friend. You don't live with them. You're not as comfortable with them. You know, you got to be on good behavior, or else they don't want to be your friend anymore. It's true that we're meanest to the ones we love most. Yeah. So <laughs> then, then you go out and you're running with the person you live with every day, and. <laughs> let's be honest we have a, I, I wouldn't say a fight every single run but definitely a disagreement every single run without fail so our let's go back a couple weeks ago our last long run um we had we got in a fight before the run even started well we got in a couple of fights we're, we're talking the long run when we were in escalante yeah right? so we did a long run in escalante it was about 15 miles we ran the entirety of long canyon and back and we just ran in a wash on the side of the road and well leading up to that we were trying to decide where we should run and and this is where the fighting began yeah yeah because anyways when you were trying to plan a long run every weekend or maybe multiple long runs every weekend, it can get very stressful. Yeah, looking at maps. And... Yes. And there's some places where you're like, well, this place would be ideal, but I don't really know for sure if the trails are going to connect, how well the trails are marked, and or even how long it takes to get there. Um, or if we can even find the trailhead in the first place, you know, it's just, uh, drives me nuts. So, and we were in a new place. We're not super familiar with Escalante. So Jacob was super stressed trying to find a particular run we wanted to do on the map. And we were driving all over the place and And we don't have cell service. and And I, I already wanted to do a mountain run. And but you wanted to do this desert run. That's because we run in the mountains all the time. And I was like, well, we're in Escalante. I want to see the red rock. We don't really get that here. So that's what I wanted to do. And then Jacob was really nice. And he's like, okay, like we'll do the run that you want to do. But then we just couldn't find it. Yes. 
<laughs> and <laughs> we were both super frustrated with each other. And and at one point, we just parked the car and we just kind of felt defeated. Our plan was to start running at like nine o'clock. And by this point, it's like 1030. And we just sat in the car and we're like, so what are we going to do? Yeah, are was, we even going to do our run today? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so we basically drove the car two miles to a canyon and just said, we're just running in a canyon. We're just going to run in this wash. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, it actually ended up being a really good, pretty run. So I'm, I'm glad we did what we did. But at the very beginning of the run, since me and Jacob were already mad at each other, I was just super grumpy to start out the run. And also, this was after hiking all day the day before. Plus, we were camping, so we'd slept on a hard ground for three nights in a row. We were both super tired. And you thought animals were coming to eat us that night. <laughs> okay, they were. No, they were. <laughs> they it were. Was chipmunks. There was something outside of our tent, and it was going to eat us. It was chipmunks throwing. Okay, cones. did you see the chipmunks? No. No, but no, you didn't I heard see them. the sound he of the chipmunks. He doesn't know that. There's the something day. big. There's something big walking around our tent. I know it. Okay. Jacob tried to scare it away with a shotgun. <laughs> he went outside the tent and shot a shotgun. I, you know, and it ran away, but then it came back. I don't I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So we didn't sleep sure well the night before. Big. Uh, Melody would wake me up and I it was something big. Okay. It was walking around our camp all night. I, I couldn't I hear know it. it. All I heard was the small things. That's because you were out. He was so out. He was like snoring super loud. So, Anyways, didn't sleep well. Super grumpy. I was super mad. But here's the thing. We started running and here's, what, here's what's good about running and I guess running with a partner. So... We start running and we're mad at each other and we're not really talking and here we are. We're going to be running with each other for the next four hours. But then as you run, you got nothing else to think about but how you are mad at whoever (laughs) you're running with. And so long story short, in the long run, that actually helps you get over your differences a lot quicker than otherwise. Say we got in a fight or had a disagreement here at the house. I mean, I'd have my phone. I'd have a TV. Uh, you know, I, I have all these. But we have nothing these, but each other. Yeah. We have to talk about it. I'd have no other distractions. Um, well, I'd have all these distractions. But out on the run, most of the time what happens, we get in these disagreements. We start running. I think probably both of us get in our head that we are not going to talk to each other the rest of the run. And Every time. We're just going like, ma- to We're going to make it a miserable <laughs> run. But then normally it literally takes like 15 minutes, sometimes quicker, maybe a and little then, bit longer, and yeah. it all smooths over. And then all of a sudden we're just talking and laughing like Yeah. And then it's like normal, like nothing ever happened. Well, this is what happens. Jacob always, once we get over it, Jacob always starts laughing at how grumpy I was because he thinks it's really funny when I'm grumpy. (laughs) Yeah, you should see her face when she's running and mad. (laughs) I mean, it's comical. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) It almost looks like I'm trying to be mad face. And so just 
that it looks like you're because like, I have a baby face. Like you're <laughs> trying to be mad. Like no, like I refuse to be happy. I'm gonna try to be as mad as I can <laughs> and show that. Like it's just it's comical. Is sometimes. Sometimes Jacob laughs at me and then I laugh and then I feel better when I'm when I'm grumpy. But then sometimes he laughs at me when I'm grumpy and it makes me even more mad. I'm like, just like, stop treating me like I'm a little baby and just let me be grumpy. <laughs> but let me tell you about what was awesome on this run. This doesn't happen on every single run. But Jacob actually pulled me out of the gutter on this run because Jacob was really quick to, okay, like, I'm sorry that we're fighting. Everything's okay. Like, I, I'm sorry, I forgive you, and but I wasn't ready to, like, be cool yet. I was still grumpy, and so we're running, and Jacob was just really good at, you know, understanding that I was grumpy, but he just had such a great attitude, and he just started talking to me and asking me questions, and he just had a big smile on his face, and I even told him at one point, I was like, I'm not ready to not be grumpy, but just so you know, your really positive attitude is really helping me right now. <laughs> And it didn't take long before I was over it. And I don't think I would have gotten over it if Jacob stayed grumpy at me. But he was able to to let it go. And that helped me to let it go. So that was actually really nice. Jacob actually really helped me on that run. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then we did 18 miles today as we're scouting out our... Now we're, we've determined we're doing all our long runs are going to be around Ben Lohman because we got to get this course all cinched up and put together. And so we um, go out this morning to celebrate Memorial Day with an 18-mile run. And we, we go and I forget my phone. And on my phone, I have all my maps. Okay, so then Jacob's grumpy because he forgot his phone. <laughs> Who wouldn't be... Like, I, I forgot my freaking phone on a run. Like, that's, like, essential these days. And he's the one who maps everything out. So we were like, crap, what are we going to do? Jacob yep. kind of, like, yelled a little bit, hit the steering wheel. <laughs> I was mad. I was frustrated. But then, so then I'm like, okay, Melody downloads the app that I have all my maps on. We log into that. And so we start running. And um, I don't and, even know how it way, got started. I I kept oh. my headphones in the car because I knew Jacob was going to be hanging on to my phone See, for the map. And so this is, this is where... This is where the fight kind of came yeah, from. Because I, I didn't need to have the phone the whole time. I didn't have that in my head. I was just like, I'll just get the phone from Melody when I need to, when we come to intersections. But in my head, I was like, Jacob has to map this out. So he's going to hang on to my phone so he can pull out the map whenever he needs to. Yeah. So I left my headphones in the car. I, th I thought, okay, I'm not listening to music on this run because Jacob needs my phone. So we start running and I start going ahead of you. Which is typical. That's usually <laughs> how it goes because like we said, Jacob is just faster than me. And Melody got mad at me because I was running ahead of her. This, These are my thoughts on this. And I'd like to hear... All you fellow listeners, I want to know your thoughts on this too. So we've decided to run this together, right? And I am the weaker link. So I guess in my head, I can't speed up, but Jacob can slow down. So in my head, I'm like, slow down and stay next to me. And also what I've learned is I do a lot better when someone's running next to me. 
because when me and Jacob are running next to each other and we're just talking, that's like one of my favorite places in the world. We're just next to each other. We're talking about life. We're laughing together. I love it. And anyways, I just feel like since we've committed to running this together, I feel like Jacob should slow down and run next to me so we can run it together. Because like I said, he can slow down. I can't really speed up. And I I see how that would be hard hard for Jacob, but it's like like you know, you go on you go on a hike with all of the scouts and you you don't just leave the last scout in the back, right? Like you you have to go with the weakest link. And for some of you guys who have like like ran in groups of runners, you always run as fast as the slowest runner. Like that's just how it goes. So in my head, I'm like that just makes sense and I feel bad that I'm slowing him down like I wish I was faster and that I could keep up with him. But the thing is, I just can't. So that's what makes sense to me. So anyways, he just starts running and then like I'm way in the back and I'm super frustrated because not only am I all alone, but he has my phone. I don't have my headphones, so I can't listen to anything. So I'm super mad because I'm like, what? I'm supposed to run four hours all by myself with no one to talk to, with nothing to listen to. And Jacob's just way up there with my phone. So I was just mad. And and also back up, we've done a few runs where Jacob has stayed right next to me or he's let me lead. And those have been the best runs ever because I can go my pace and we're talking the whole time. And I've just thoroughly loved those runs. So I just, like if I had it my way, I would want the run to be like that every single time. So, anyways, that's my thoughts on that. This argument has yet yet to be resolved. This has always been the argument. See, okay, but if I'm not, it's not like when I go running that I'm gonna that I'm leaving you. I always wait up at intersections. Yeah, you but know? you're not right next to me. Like we can't talk the whole time. Yeah, when you're way I, ahead of me. Well, you know? even when I do run ahead of you and run more at my pace, I always stop at the intersection, wait yeah. for you to come. Yeah, and he does. Then we move on. And I guess this one, it was more particularly bad because you didn't have your headphones. Right. And but, anyways, I like. I I I definitely enjoy running alone more than you. I know that. Yeah, because um, I like to go my own pace. I like to not have to worry about being with someone else or looking out for someone else. Like, I really feel like I can focus in and get in my zone when I'm running alone. And I know that, which and, is why sometimes I kind of feel like an inconvenience. Like, I'm just slowing you down, which I mean, I am. I, That's just part of the the hard the part of the hard stuff with running together you know yep and i know there's a lot of people who refuse to run with other people Mm -hmm. i've never ran with other people till i ran with you literally right Right. i've always ran alone i know So it's hard for me to run with you it is straight up hard and you just work better alone no matter what yeah like when you're jacob works on apartments he does handyman work there's been lots of people who have offered i'll come help but jacob just no, like you just work better no, alone. Yeah, I I am an independent worker. Mm-hmm. I like to just get get. I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to accomplish. I know what time frame I want to do it by. Mm-hmm. And you know, I know how I want to do it. And then I can just go, no questions asked, and boom, I'm out and I'm running. And 
I, you know, I can turn down if I see something. I don't have to worry about, you know, leaving someone behind. Like if I see something that interests me, I'm like, you know what? Let's call an audible. Let's do it this way. I don't have to explain myself to anyone that I'm calling an audible or why I did that, you know, and it's, it just enables me to get in a total zone to where I can just really just focus in on running and relax while I'm running and just, you know, Right. And Go. and I totally understand that you're that way. The thing and but the thing is though, we're doing this together. I you're know not running the race alone, doing, you know? <laughs> I know we're doing it together and I don't ever leave you. No, you don't. And, you don't. And so I don't know. There's just sometimes I don't want to talk on a run and I just want to run. I know. And and I know that I need to be better at just accepting that sometimes. And I'm grateful for the times when you have slowed down and ran next to me. Because like I said, that's my favorite when we're just running and talking. And But I know that you're not always in the mood for that. So there do need, there does need to be times where I just... I mean, our, 50, run mi- alone, our you know? 50 mile run had, we had a big argument because we were running together. We did. We talked about that in another <laughs> yeah, episode, right? We already yeah. talked about that. I mean, and uh, it's just every run we have it, we duke it out. Just, and sometimes I wonder if it's healthy. You know, I don't know. It Honestly, it's like the perfect recipe for arguments because we're tired, we're stressed, we're sore. It, it, but I do think that we are stronger because of it. And I feel like we're getting to a point where we're better at communicating and telling each other, okay, this is why I'm mad. And this is what I think. And we're also better at, okay, I understand that this is how you are. I, I feel like it has been good. I think arguing and a little bit of fighting in a relationship is healthy. I don't, I, yeah, it is. But I tell you what, in the moment, I'm, some I honestly every time when we're arguing I'm just like maybe we shouldn't run together. Okay, yeah, I have had head. that thought a lot. But Almost here's the every thing: time. if we can get through this and run this race together, uh, we can get through anything together. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we will. <laughs> so those that is a glimpse into. I guess you can see from our arguments with each other the pros and cons of running with people. Now, one of the big pros that are obvious is you do feel braver going into new places if you have a partner. You feel a lot yeah. safer. Yeah. Um, especially at night, uh, just, you know, new mountains, new terrains. Um, yeah. So Also, you always have someone to look out for you when you're pooping in the woods. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got that extra lookout. Yeah. But uh I mean I guess it's just it's our never ending argument of how of best Jacob, run. I want you to slow down, but yeah. Jacob wants to go his pace. I wanna go my pace. Another thing I think of and I'm there have been times, it doesn't happen often, but there are times where maybe Jacob's not feeling as good. The combination is Jacob's not feeling as good and I'm feeling extra good and I am faster than him. And on I those let, runs... I let you run ahead of me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, but I mean, it's kind of different because he... Kind of. I know that he's okay with running alone, so I don't feel bad leaving him, but I'm not okay running alone. I don't know. I know yeah, it's I know what it's about a mess. my feelings? What, what do you mean, what about your feelings? What if I 
not okay running with someone that day. And you just want to go, I know, I know, I need to be better. Just letting you do that. Yeah. It just, Okay, all right. Okay, okay. Now things are getting uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the argument, y'all. That's the argument. I want to know your thoughts. Go to our Facebook page, 12 to 100, and tell us what you think. Do you think Jacob should slow down for me, or do you think I'm being selfish? Also, what how is it for you do you like to run in groups do you like to run with someone are are there any running couples out there who run with your husband or run with your wife and how does that work for you i'm i'm curious to know how it is for other people yeah i would let, especially people who run with loved ones that's that's my question like running with friends i mean i guess if you run with a friend so consistently enough then you might classify them as a loved one uh that could work but you know, running with friends, everyone's going to be a little more well-behaved and not let their true feelings sh- show. But if you run with loved ones, how does it work for you? Um, so this week, let's just let's just run through what we did. We had an oh yeah, we've made a couple kind of decisions with our training plan um, to do things a little different. So we were take it away, Mel. I'm having a brain <laughs> fart. Okay. Okay. Well, what do you mean? So, so we, so we talked, we our hard, hard, easy approach. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So we explained this in earlier episodes. I had created a training plan and it just completely fell apart. We realized it wasn't sustainable. Well, and then the race and then the race canceled, was canceled. And the dates were changed. And, and so, yeah. And here's the thing. I, I can come up with a training plan for anything for a marathon or less i've had lots of experience with that i've worked with lots of runners ultra running is a whole nother beast the a lot of the rules and principles just are not really the same with ultra running and my my big takeaway with creating a plan for ultra running is you don't create a plan you create a rough outline you get an idea of how many miles and how many hours and how much climbing you want every week and then you ramp up according to how your body is feeling and this has been really hard for me because like I've mentioned before I'm a very type a personality I want everything to make sense I want to have a schedule and I want to stick to it perfectly but with ultra running it does not work that way so what we're doing right now is first of all we're sticking to a hard hard easy approach because it's really nice for our physical bodies and just mentally to have that one week every two weeks where we just take it easy we know Who never wanted to get away from the hard hard easy approach i know i know i was this getting guy. <laughs> i know <laughs> But my wife was telling me I was all wrong that it, that it I was wasn't getting a good too approach intense for ultras. I got too intense about it. We burned out because we weren't taking easy weeks. I was wrong. So we're doing the hard, hard, easy, and it's just nice. No, like um, last week was our easy week. It was just nice waking up Saturday morning without that like knowledge of I have to go run for six hours we just did a two-hour run on Saturday we slept in a little bit it was so nice and we really needed it and now we feel refreshed and ready for this week so we're doing that and instead of a schedule where we a schedule that we follow every single day right now what we're doing is we're trying to hit a certain amount of time every week. So we were consistently running eight hours a week for quite a 
Our goal now is to consistently run nine hours a week, and we want to be able, we want to be in a spot where well, we're consistently running ten hours a week. Yeah. So when we're peaking before out, before our run, when we're peaking out for our race, we're like we're running ten hours a week, and like ten hours a week is feeling good. Yeah. You know, we like, want to just feel like wanna, how eight hours yeah, felt. Yeah. So for we're us. gonna get past ten hours a week on some weeks but like mm-hmm. we just want to be at the point i guess for Where 10 hours a week is comfortable yeah 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 yes and then we're saying you know so like the next two weeks we're so right now eight hours a week is comfortable for us so easy yeah yeah, yeah. so i want to say so easy but it's comfortable i've hit a spot where i feel like eight hours is easy <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but then we're gonna do um so this week we're doing nine hours at least, mm-hmm. you know, and we could potentially go more, but we want to hit at least nine hours. And that's how we are with the next two weeks. We want to at least hit nine. But if you do feel a little better, you can go a little more, um, which I love this approach. And then on our easy weeks, we're just going to do we're going to max. This is our max limit, no matter how we're feeling. Six hours. I'm not going to run more that. than six hours. Not more, any more than six hours of running a week for our easy weeks. And I just, I love it because I do actually feel like my body gets recovery in there. And I do actually feel almost every time on the heart when we have been doing hard, hard, easy like that. By the end of my second hard week, I'm always a little beat. I'm tired. You know, my I I feel like I need recovery, but then... And go through recovery week and always by the end of the easy week, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Let's do this again. So it's mentally and physically refreshing. So I'm excited. So we're just going to keep building on our times until we get comfortable at nine. And then we're going to bump like nine and a half, Mm -hmm. you know, and so forth. And there's a few other little rules that we're following. For example, 12 weeks out from race day, that's when we want to really start hitting things hard. So that's when we're going to focus on lots and lots of climbing and we're going to start doing back-to-backs. And back-to-backs are when you do like one two long runs in a row so like 15 miles friday 50 miles saturday 20 miles friday 20 miles saturday that's when we're going to really hit things hard and then four weeks before the race we're going to we're going to taper so if if you're a runner you know what that means if you're not familiar with what tapering is it's where you just back off on your miles a ton just so your body can recover and so on race day your body and mind feel fresh so we're doing that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And we're also sticking to our 80-20 uh, very, you know, very s- carefully. Speaking of 80-20, I had a friend the other day. He, he's been listening to the podcast Woo-hoo. and he told me he was running 80-20. <laughs> but so he said he's been running short mileage and he sent me, he's like, he's like, he ran two miles one day mm-hmm. and he said he was like, mile number one was like, um, around eight minutes. And then uh-huh. he's like mile number two was like seven minutes, 30 seconds or something like that. Yeah. And then he told me, he's like, dude, I did 80, 20 on mile number two. <laughs> and I, That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but that ain't 80, 20. Okay. And, I don't know. I just, I never told, I never corrected him because that's just kind of who I am. I now could, he's going to be like shaking his head when he listens to this. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so if you do want to know more about 8020, Melody 
is the woman to talk about. Feel free to message me on our Facebook page, 12 to 100, if you have any questions on 8020. Also, me and my partners at Body Smart Mobile Health, we've created a video series. It's called the Body Smart Book Club, where we we read a book about running and then we just talk about it and explain it and discuss it. And we've put out some videos where we talked about 8020 by Matt Fitzgerald. We we refer to it as the running Bible. It just has everything you need to know about 8020 running. So you can find those videos on YouTube if you just type in the Body Smart Book Club. You can also find links to them on our Facebook page. It's called Injury Free Running. And those can explain what 8020 running is a little bit better too. Anyway, so just thought that was a funny story there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh okay, so I don't even know where we were at, but I think we were kind of like wrapping things up. <laughs> I guess, yeah, we can wrap things up here. Um, How about so, we talk about, do you want stats for the last couple of weeks? Yeah. Okay. Hit us with it. Yeah. Okay. So I know we're two weeks late again because like we said, life is busy. We're doing the best we can to update y'all here. So cut us some slack. Okay. So last week, last week was a hard week. We did 45 miles. We were on our feet running for about 12 hours and we did 4,800 feet of climbing. Uh, Well, excuse me, that was two weeks ago. Last week was our easy week. We only did 30 miles of running. We ran for about five to six hours and we climbed 2,000 feet. So super easy week last week. Yeah, I did less than Melody. Um, then, okay. So this week, uh, I, funnest part of the week, Mel, my past couple weeks. What's the funnest part? All time funnest part is when we went to Escalante and we hiked. It was the upper. Don't tell him. <laughs> Why? Then we'll have other people there. Oh yeah. We went to the secret place in Escalante. <laughs> <laughs> And it was awesome. Anyways, we just found this little waterfall and it came down into this little pool and you could climb up on like on top of the waterfall and basically jump into the pool. Yeah, and it was like a 12 foot jump. Just yeah. a little cliff jump. It was the first time I've ever gone cliff jumping. I was scared. I don't know if... Actually, no, I have not mentioned this. <laughs> I'm terrified of the water. So it was scary for me. The, I, I uh, it was, it, it was ice cold. It was freezing. So like Melody made me go first because she was <laughs> scared. Funny. And so I jump in and it's literally, you're, it's like you're jumping into ice water. Like you feel like there should be ice. It's like the polar plunge. You. And, and so you just jump in, you're fully immersed. And, and, uh, then I'm like, I'm swimming there and Mel's like, stay in there. So just in case I like go into shock or something. So you can grab me. (laughs) And I need help. And so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Mel, come on, come on. And like, I'm paddling and And he's freaking dying because it's freaking cold. (laughs) Yeah. And so, uh, 
I was in there for, I don't know, probably only about 30 seconds, but I already, like, at first I'm laying all nice, like, come on, Mel, you can do it, you can do it. And And eventually he's like, Mel, come on, just jump. At the end, I was just like, Mel, I need you to jump. Like, I need you to jump right now or else I'm getting out. You know, because I was literally feeling my limbs going numb in the matter of 30 seconds. That's how cold this water was. Anyway, so Melody finally, she jumped. Good on her. Thank you. He's uh, giving me thumbs up up right now. And Melody did it more than once. You know, we went and did, it was like cryotherapy. It It was was so refreshing. So good to jump into ice cold water after a long run. So... That was fun, and I have to totally. agree with you. I'm just going to go right along with you. That was the funnest part of my awesome. week as well. That's become our favorite thing. Now, every time we finish a long run, I'm like, okay, we have to find some water to jump in. Yeah, find a creek, something. Oh, yeah. it feels so good. Yeah. Okay, so goals this this upcoming week. We got, we got, we're back on a hard week. Okay, so... As always, I'm always trying to fit in my all of my strengthening and stability and corrective exercises. I want to stay on top of that. I'm I should be doing it four or five times a week. I'm consistently hitting three times a week. So I think I'm just really, really gonna make and I know this has been my goal before, but I think this week I'm just gonna really make an effort again to get my strengthening strengthening exercises in four or five times instead of three times because I can tell a huge difference when I'm doing them and when I'm not. Okay. Um, my goal is along the same page. Um, I want to keep – I started doing Insanity Max 30 for some cross-training and because I've determined that that is good for me because – when I was hitting my peak times when we were marathon training was when I was doing insanity three days a week. So I'm going to continue to do that um, at least once a week, possibly twice a week, um, get some insanity in because I feel like that's going to help me get my high intensity because I struggle to get high intensity when I'm out running. So I think it makes me faster. So I'm going to keep... I'm going to make make that goal at least once a week, possibly twice a week, get in insanity. And I I do just want to point that out. So again, 80-20, if you're just barely listening, you run 80% of your runs at low intensity and 20% of your runs at high intensity. And this is regarding your total running volume in a week. And if you really struggle to get your high intensity in when on your feet, like sprinting, then it's you can get your high intensity in other ways by cross training like what jacob's doing he's doing um what is it called insanity and if you are looking to compete if you want a podium if you want to be serious about this that's not a great idea but if <laughs> jeez i'm just being honest man she attacks my my strategies I, no. and my ways watch no it's maybe a great in a month strategy, maybe in a babe. month you might come back and be like you know what jacob you're on to something no no it's a great strategy it's a great strategy for what we're trying to do our goal is to just finish 100 miles and if that is going to help you get your high intensity in it's a great strategy i've actually used that for a lot of runners who hate sprinting who just can not do it i actually give them something else uh for like tabata workouts or something for high intensity so it's a great strategy but again if you're like an elite runner you want to get your high intensity in when you're running because 
because it's just more specific. Running is the most specific thing to running you can do, right? <laughs> All right. So you're done hating on my strategy I'm yet? I'm not hating on your strategy. It's a great strategy. I just okay. want to throw that tidbit in, okay? Gotcha. <laughs> um, well, do you have any last words to share with our listeners, Mel? Stay strong. Keep trying. You're awesome. Awesome. Great. <laughs> And I will ditto that right back at you. Make sure uh, you guys uh, go and like our Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe um, and tune in as we give weekly updates as we train for September 4th and 5th, I think. Oh, yeah, that's the plan. September 4th and 5th is when we want to do our 100. September 4th and 5th, we're going to run 100 miles for the first time around the mountain called Ben Lomond. So keep keep following us as we give you the updates so you can see if we're just a bunch of talk or if we can actually pull through. Anyways, this has been Jacob and Melody Bateman here on Trail to 100, and we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening. If you want help recovering from a running injury, if you want help establishing a running plan, or if you want help becoming a stronger, faster runner, contact me and my partners at Body Smart Mobile Health located in Ogden, Utah. Go ahead and just send me a message through our Facebook page, Trail to 100.